0: Hi, it's The Wire. It is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. DigitalAssetLife.com, a free site. GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site. Let's talk about crypto. On uh, this morning, where Bitcoin has dipped below $30,000 a coin, right? It's when. Crypto is down that I like to talk about it here online because I understand there's heightened concern. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Nothing I say here should be construed as financial advice. I'm just telling you my thought process and how I'm thinking I want everyone to think for themselves. I want everyone to rely on their own financial advisors, the financial advisors of their choice. Now what I want people to understand, right, on this very bear markety Tuesday morning for crypto is that crypto does not operate in a vacuum. Right? I want people to stop here and listen to the market here right just understand that crypto is a bit like the canary in the coal mine its market is much more volatile swings a lot more than a legacy stock market it does tokenization is new so things are gonna happen in the crypto market in my opinion before they happen in the legacy finance market. Let's talk about the bigger picture. So this morning, crypto is down big. As I've said, Bitcoin is below $30,000 a coin. China is cracking down on Bitcoin mining. So mining companies now are relocating. There is increased uncertainty. Investors don't know enough about the countries to which some of these mining companies are relocating. And those countries might have more political volatility than China. Right? Some crypto owners, some friends of crypto, Mark Cuban for example, now wants more regulation after falling victim to a rug pull, which still happens in the crypto space. Right? You invest in a crypto, and then of course the entrepreneurs disappear with your investment. There have also been delays by government in reviewing Bitcoin ETF applications here in the United States. For those looking for reasoned arguments against Bitcoin, I encourage you, To Google and study the opinions of Peter Schiff, Nassim Taleb, and Nouriel Roubini, but let me be clear. I'm on the other side of the play. It is now late June, June 22nd. I expect by midsummer, a month from now, Bitcoin to go near vertical, I believe this summer, and I'm talking about a month from now all the way into the end of the summer, I believe this summer is going to be the summer of Cardano, which will soon have smart contract capability, and Solana, another Ethereum competitor, I encourage you to Google my prior videos where I mentioned Cardano and I mentioned Solana. A few observations. right? As I've mentioned earlier, listen to the market. Understand the crypto market, which is digital, is more frictionless than the stock market. Things impact the crypto market early. Also understand that right now there's uncertainty in the general market. I believe what's impacting crypto is the confusion about COVID masks, for example. Here in Santa Clara County, I could tell you the government and Gavin Newsom is facing a recall election, told us that, hey, we're opening up in mid-June. So, of course, I thought, oh, great, we're all back in business. I hate carrying this mask, which I personally believe is for show, right? There's no real scientific basis behind why an unwashed cloth mask that you've worked for days, that's unstandardized, doesn't even meet government standards, just looks reassuring. There's no reason to believe that that's going to stop a virus, right? A virus is like a gas going through a metal mesh fence, right? There's no science, in my opinion, behind the whole mass restriction thing. So, of course, I thought, okay, the government's lifting this social control mask requirement so I go into my office and of course the receptionist is still wearing a mask the other people in the office are wearing masks I look on the directory and I notice there are a lot fewer names business is down so I'm wondering gee do I need my mask or not Right, It gets to the point where even someone like me who's not really into the mask concept sees someone without a mask and whereas two years ago I would have just looked at the person and thought, oh, here's another person out on the street. Now you actually stop and look at them and think to yourself momentarily, my goodness, they're not wearing a mask. Right, folks, this reflation trade is overhyped. People are going to be hesitant getting back to life the way it was. Local government announcements are not going to placate many of us. There's going to be uncertainty too with the anti vax community, the anti mask community, on whether they should even be carrying a mask. Understand, I'm someone who got vaccinated. We're living in such a police state that I feel a need to carry around my vaccination card. That societal uncertainty leads to economic uncertainty. Right? I'm, I'm thinking, okay, let me invest in this restaurant. Then I have to take a step back and ask myself a more foundational question. How much longer is it going to take this restaurant? To get back to business as usual. Do the customers even still know that this restaurant exists? During this pandemic shutdown, Haven't customers in fact discovered DoorDash and Grubhub. Some former loyal customers might actually be getting food delivered at home from other places now the market might no longer be there. Let me also just talk about what's happening in Northern California here. As you can imagine, rents in some parts of Northern California are very high, right? Literally thousands of dollars a month. While the rent moratorium is ending, of course, there's uncertainty there too, right? The governor has said, hey, we might need to extend this. Landlords have jumped out and said, hey, we're financially stressed. You can't extend this. We've taken the bullets. When things were shut down, now that things are supposedly opening back up, we can't afford to have tenants not pay us rent much longer, right? Understand who this is really hitting. This is hitting the smaller landlords who are really depending on that tenant income. The situation is uncertain here in California as to whether the upcoming deadline, I believe it's June 30th, is actually going to be enforced. Understand, too, in Northern California, the prices of homes as you can imagine, are very expensive. Well, the mortgage moratorium is supposed to be ending. Right? Think about that. You have renters, you have homeowners, who literally, when this moratorium goes away, are going to owe tens of thousands of dollars. You understand that deleveraging is deflationary, not inflationary. If I'm spending my money paying down debt, I'm not spending my money at the local restaurant, at the local store. Let me also say, too, that there are inflation fears. Kyle Bass, a name you need to know, claims that inflation is above 10%. Something John Williams of ShadowStats has been saying for quite some time. On the 10-year bond, the government is paying you 1.5%. Folks, the interest rates are rigged right now. If you're a creditor, you're getting absolutely killed. Right? There's no price discovery. Free markets aren't operating. You're not getting compensated for the risk. In an environment with rigged interest rates, where creditors can't get a real rate of return, and I'm saying creditors, you might as well substitute in the word savers. You're going to have heightened economic uncertainty. Some markets are going to pay for that. I believe the crypto market is right now. Now Jim Rogers, esteemed investor, another name, in my opinion, you need to know, is concerned that the group with the guns, in other words, the government, that's who they are, will crack down on Bitcoin because, of course, that's what governments do when they want to control the currency and understand governments always want to control the currency. So, Rogers points out that if you look at, for example, the history of England, England at one point said that using a currency other than the government-blessed currency, the official currency, was an act of treason. And, of course, treason at the time was punishable, By death now here is where I believe Bitcoin historians need to step in because there's too much misinformation out there in 2017 it might surprise some people to know that there was a huge civil war over block size in the Bitcoin community huge we're still feeling the effects of that war now just to understand that, like the American Civil War in the middle of the 19th century, the good guys, the right side, won the Bitcoin Civil War. So as a result, Bitcoin is decentralized on a level that other cryptos aren't. Right? Bitcoin decentralized proof of work Right? You're not relying on validators. Right, The miners are their own community. So my response to Jim Rogers would be that it's going to be harder to crack down on Bitcoin because of its decentralization than it was to crack down on a group that now we would consider counterfeiters in history right? The winner's right history. I'm not saying the people in England who had alternative currencies back in the day were doing anything wrong. But of course, the winner of that dispute was the government. So of course, now we consider them counterfeiters. Well, just to understand, Bitcoin, one of the reasons why it's going to go vertical this summer, uh, other than supply and demand, scarcity, right? Is its decentralization if government comes after Bitcoin right understand there's no one to arrest there's no office to shut down it's decentralized let me also point out too that countries that have been disadvantaged by first world central bank interest rate rigging and that's what we have Right? These central banks are rigging interest rates. We can give it whatever name we want. Quantitative easing and what, what have you. But they're rigging interest rates. That's why, of course, Powell can tell you that rates won't increase for a couple of years. Free markets could never guarantee you that. Well, let me just point out that countries who have dollar-denominated debt that they need to pay back, and folks, that's most of the third world, will eventually migrate to Bitcoin because they understand that market rates are rigged, that they need a free market with price discovery to actually be able to raise the capital needed pay back their debt let me point out that El Salvador which already accepted the dollar look at their history as legal tender now recognizes Bitcoin now we're living in an age where capital is mobile I know China right now is trying capital controls and stuff like that good luck with that in this internet age with a decentralized currency like Bitcoin. My point to you is, Bitcoin enthusiasts, many of whom have already moved to Puerto Rico, I believe are gonna have increasing options on where they can live. Because of Bitcoin's decentralization, I believe Jim Rogers' concerns, right, and Rogers is a man who knows history might be a bit overstated right a Bitcoin holder might be able to move to a country and keep in mind most of the countries on the globe right now are heavily in debt they're looking for people with assets to move there a Bitcoin enthusiast might be able to move to a country where Bitcoin is legal tender and I imagine those countries are gonna increase in number over time. Right now there's El Salvador. I'll be surprised if some of these other countries don't move in that direction. And they might be able to use Bitcoin out in the open. Because it's digital, because the ability to send Bitcoin globally is so cheap, it's gonna be very hard to shut down the peer-to-peer currency even if government wants to do so. Again, capital is mobile. So you add this all up, and I believe what's going to govern the future price direction, the long-term price direction of Bitcoin, is going to be the things that usually govern the movement of free markets. And they are supply and demand. Bitcoin Is scarce today its ultimate supply has already been predetermined you know Bitcoin has usage right sound money types will talk about intrinsic value you know Bitcoin has usage by the fact that it is accepted as property in several countries globally and has been accepted as legal tender in El Salvador. Clearly, there is a usage for the technology. So, with all due respect to Peter Chef, Nuriel Rabini, Nassim Taleb, all smart guys, right into the other critics of Bitcoin. I believe the current Bitcoin market reflects the current economic uncertainty. I believe you're going to eventually see this uncertainty in the stock market, right? It just gets to the Bitcoin market more quickly because, of course,